0: When do you as a consumer, just a regular person, want to think about insurance? Today, the insurance industry is really mostly trying to reach us when we're watching sports games or when we're driving down the highway. What we're thinking about is you're thinking about your finances at the end of the month. How can we be there for you with good insurance advice?
1: I'm pleased today to be here with Daniel Dimitri. He is the founder and CEO of Trellis. Maybe you could just provide a little bit of background on yourself and kind of how that led you to founding the company.
0: Sure. I'm the founder and CEO of Trellis. I started the company in 2019. Uh, Before that, I'm really an insurtech and a fintech leader. So I've worked in finance and I've worked in technology. And then most recently, I've been working in finance technology, including insurance technology, and that makes me a fintech person. Uh, But I've been working in this field separately for as long as I can imagine. Trellis is the embodiment of the idea that uh, financial services and insurance don't need to be so far apart, and that people should be thinking about their insurance as just a part of their overall financial picture, and that we can better integrate insurance into that financial picture using both technology and partnerships.
1: You know, what does that mean in terms of sort of the fintech landscape and the insurtech landscape? and (laughs) you know, how, how you fit in.
0: Yeah, well, I think that, you know, a basic question would be, when do you as a consumer, just a regular person, want to think about insurance? Today, the insurance industry is really mostly trying to reach us when we're watching sports games or when we're driving down the highway. And they're advertising on billboards and blimps and Super Bowl ads. And that's the go-to-market motion for a lot of insurance brands. I think there's a, a lot of value in insurance branding, and there's a lot of important work that we need to do to discern what exactly sets apart the different insurers. I think there's also a place for bringing fin- uh, insurance into even more relevant contexts, like when you're sitting down at the end of the month with your credit card statement, trying to figure out how to make ends meet, how to pay the bills, and whether you're making a good like good investments in your financial decisions. And so I think that what we're thinking about is, you know, when you're thinking about your your finances at the end of the month, how can we be there for you with good insurance advice? And so um, we, we have a lot of digital capabilities that we use to integrate into the digital financial services that people are consuming today. A lot of people are managing their finances in an app or on a website. And so we have really cool digital tools that allow consumers to manage their insurance and interact with insurance offers and shop the insurance market um, digitally and online.
1: And, and so is that, sort of a, a discrete analysis of the insurance products or is that sort of part of a bigger, you know, f- overall financial picture, overall financial planning exercise, or, yeah. or maybe it's both. I don't know. I think it's both. I think we've built both the best
0: insurance shopping, insurance optimization experience, super discrete, super, tr- you know, um, purpose built. It takes a customer from, Insurance they have today to better insurance tomorrow. That better is in the eye of the beholder. Maybe it's higher coverage. Maybe it's lower deductibles. Maybe it's just an insurer that better has better service quality or a brand that people recognize. Maybe it's lower costs. I mean, there could be a million different things that make insurance better. There's a huge opportunity to take the data that comes out of that process because to to write insurance you need to know a lot about the customer. All of this data about you paints a very rich picture. who you are and what your financial situation is and that data is relevant to helping you outside of insurance too because if i know all that information i just covered with you then i I might be able to say something like hey i saw that you drive a lot of miles maybe you should have a credit card that has cash back on gas or i saw that you have a teenage driver in the household have you made sure to figure out your life insurance and so i think there's a lot of opportunity to take the data that comes out of a bank and simplify the insurance experience but then I'll take the data that comes out of the insurance experience, bring it back to the bank, and help the bank to uh, generally serve its membership even more fully and more intelligently.
1: Maybe without getting too much in, into the weeds, but are are you just able to extract the exact same same data and and sort of process it in an automated way, or are you inferring certain elements of the data? Through some sophisticated, you know, uh, d- data manipulation techniques, you have, or can you share a little bit more of that without getting too much into your secret sauce?
0: Yeah, for sure. I, the the answer to the question of is the same data, but faster is no. It's because better data, much better data. What we've found is that with the Sears catalog approach, people are forgetting to put or you know, forgetting to put all the drivers on. Um, they're not you know, forgetting to put how many miles that they're really driving. There, there's a bunch of discrepancies uh, between what people will throw into an application form and what actually matters. Um, and what instead we can do is say, well, you know, your last insurance company has already done some underwriting reviews and already figured some of this stuff out and checked third-party databases. And that, that source of declarations you have today is probably high quality. So let's tap into that. To, and then also, but in exchange, we're not gonna be adversarial. We're gonna help you. We're gonna say, I know your current coverages. I know your current rate. I know your current um, payment plan. And so I'm gonna make this an experience for you that makes it worth it for you to share your data. I'm gonna give you value so if you share all that data with me, yeah, I might notice a few accidents or claims that you may not have told me up front, but A, that's going to help me find you an insurer that doesn't care about that stuff. So I'm not wasting your time on a preferred insurer when you're really a non-standard customer. And then B, with that data, I can make the whole process for you easier. If I know when your next payment is for your insurance, uh, current insurance, then I can say, look, your next payment's coming out on July 5th. Why don't we just take your next, start this policy on July 5th? And that's what I mean by creating value on the back of sharing the data. So obviously, the insurers benefit by getting higher quality data. But if we create enough value for the consumer that they want to share it by giving them simplicity and good advice, then I think we can clear that bar.
1: Were there particular lessons learned from your state's title experience, or you know? Oh yeah, and you have done uh, you know pretty pretty interesting things along the way. So I mean, that one stands out obviously, but. But anything particular from that or anything else from your past life that you would, you would share? At State's
0: Title, which is now known as DOMA, um, we were a very enterprise-driven company. We were selling title insurance services into banks and not even charging them. You know, The banks were just referring us to end-consumer customers. So that b 2 b to c kind of business model where you're partnering with a bank in order so that you can serve their members so that things look good for them and that their core business is driven exactly the same as what we're doing here today. We're we're going to banks. We're saying, I'm probably not going to charge you a nickel. I just want to help your customers make good insurance decisions. Let's partner together to serve your customers well. And that true joint venture that, or that true, you know, partnership together. And so, um, so that's very similar. That go to market motion that we had at Doma is very similar.
1: And, um, So I guess as a segue to kind of looking forward more broadly and, you know, some of the sort of 1.0 and sure techs have certainly taken their lumps lately and you're hearing about investors pulling back and, you know, where do you see the industry going and what are the implications maybe broadly overall, but also for your business?
0: Totally. There's no question that now is uh, a very challenging time in the car insurance market. It's a very hard market. A lot of insurers are experiencing less profitability. Um, and I you know, it's hard for us for sure. I mean, we get paid insurance commissions, and you know if you can't sell insurance, you can't earn insurance commissions. so it's that's been a hard thing for us to navigate. But I also thrive on the challenge of it. And I love the idea that a, the entire industry is coming together right now to make change. I think when things were frothy back during COVID, insurers were making tons of money because no one was driving. And so, all the, uh, you know, and also affordability was great because consumers were getting dollars in their pocket, ultimately from the Fed. Um, that gave me a little bit of unease because you know it's temporary and it's also not in your control, it's in the control of the federal government. And so, that gave me this unease of like, I don't know how low things are going to go or what's going to change when things change. But I feel like now we're at bedrock. We're at the bottom. I think we're, we're going to start to see, uh, uh, you know, once the rates come back up in many states, we're going to see insurers start picking up budgets. And so when we're on that bottom, when you're on the, when you're on the ground, you're, your back's on the ground, like you know where to angle and get foundation. And we can drill now and build a solid rock solid foundation because we're at that bottom. But when you're just floating on froth, it's really hard for you to build a sustainable long term sustainable business because you just don't know where contact is with the ground
1: you know you've you've got some of the you know most well respected investors in your corner and um, would you be able to share a little bit about sort of as you know the the some of these challenges in the marketplace have evolved sort of you know how maybe how you've approached it together?
0: The investors have been super helpful in terms of helping us, number one, understand what the capital market situation is like. It's almost like having an investment banker in in terms of just the level of awareness that you're getting built up around, hey, maybe you should talk to this firm about investment. And then also that feedback, you know, a few months ago, we were like, hey, we want to grow like this. Let's keep investing. And they were like, Daniel, there's no way. Like, you know, that you're just not going to get the investment capital support an unprofitable business for the next. You got to pull back. And so we were like, OK, and then we re rebudgeted around that reality. Um, so that's what the really best investors are doing. It's connecting you in really high leverage ways to commercial partners and capital partners and giving you that real world feedback on, hey, you got to focus on profitability. Growth is less important.
1: Great. Well, um, really appreciate your time, Daniel. Is there anything we did not cover today that uh you know you think we should have, or any other kind of messages you'd like to get out as part of this uh discussion?
0: I think that the one other thing to consider is if insurers share data more with each other, might they be able to achieve um even higher quality better tailored products? Um, You know, I think that uh, for a long time, I think risk teams have been sharing data with each other, you know, through platforms like Verisk, Uh, and the risk teams and the actuaries are fairly well served in terms of being able to forecast and project claims. But the acquisition and competitiveness and the marketing departments and that part of the product equation has been a little bit more short shrifted in terms of what data is available to make accurate predictions, and that's the thing that we're like starting to think about with insurers, which is how might you tap into a database, kind of like a glass door of insurance policies so that you can make really good decisions uh, about um, you know, when, when you're changing rates, which is something that's happening nationally right now. How do you do it really intelligently, not only in a way that makes you profitable, but it also helps your acquisition?
1: All right, great. Well, Daniel Dimitri, uh, founder and CEO at Trellis, thanks so much for being on.
0: Thanks for having me.